Well, that sucks. <clears throat> well, it doesn't suck. I mean, it's the reason why it doesn't suck. It suck, but you know, there's a little bit of clipping here and there, and uh, especially when I get excited, it was clipping. Yeah. Well, so we had to use the backup for the main, the show. main show. That's what happens sometimes, but that's the reason why we have a backup. It is. Freaking computers, too complicated. All right, let's see here. Uh, do you want to do just Amazon Anonymous? Just go right into it. Yeah, sure. Let's go into. It. We had a very good week. Thank you so much, everybody. Some dude. Uh, we did his bathroom. And uh, turn me up. Oh, it's the Amazon Anonymous name. <laughs> um, some dude redid his bathroom. That really helped. Someone bought some Speedlock glasses. Someone bought some uh, Xylus stoppers. And then the good stuff. So I'll go with that thing we mentioned just a minute ago. Because I'm curious about it. I don't know if it's nonsense or useful yet. So let's see. This is the Nature Bright Sun Touch Plus. Sun Touch Plus Light and Ion Therapy Lamp. When I saw Ion Therapy, the bullshit alarm yeah. went off. Now, I know there is SAD, right? The seasonal effective disorder. Mm-hmm. That's something that, that's that been pretty much confirmed. It, it's, right. uh, you know, we need natural light to keep us, uh, to keep people not depressed. But uh, in various places where there's not a lot of light, mm-hmm. that happens for, for certain people. But I don't know. So the light thing is fine. What is ion therapy? Let's see if we can find out. The uh, system includes a 10,000 lux light therapy and negative ion therapy. Balances your body clock, leaving you feeling rested, refreshed, and nourished all over. Can alleviate the nagging symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the one that I'm okay with so far. Well, maybe the... Uh, the 10,000 Lux Lamp Light. Uh, clinical studies show that ion therapy provides an automatic antidepressant effect within a few days of use. Recommended by the Columbia Department of Psychiatry and the New York State Psychiatric Institute. Do not not to be used by people with bipolar, bipolar disorder. What does it mean by... Okay, so in the description, simultaneously releasing healthy negative ions into the atmosphere. What the hell does that mean? Negative ions? This would mean uh, molecules that have a negative charge. So what would a lamp be doing, right? I mean, is it giving off ozone? Or... What negative ions is it talking about? It's time to take a look at uh, negative ions. Let's see. All right. So we get the light. We get the photon part of it. You know, the whole seasonal affective disorder, the photons, bright light, mm-hmm. all that stuff. No problem with it. It's just this whole ion therapy. Wikipedia has a has an article on negative air ionization therapy. Now, let me make it clear. Wikipedia is not an encyclopedia. Wikipedia is a... Uh, what's the best way to put it? Wikipedia is a catalog of sourced information. 
Okay. So it's you can you get information there, and then you can find out where the sources are. That's what Wikipedia is. So right. written like an encyclopedia, but it's a catalog of source information. So okay, the use of air ionizers, air ionizers, as an experimental non-pharmaceutical treatment for seasonal affective disorder and mild depression. A randomized controlled tire comparing a randomized controlled trial comparing high and low flow rate negative air ionization with bright light therapy found that post-treatment improvement results were 57.1 for bright light compared with high-density ions, 47.9%, and low-density ions, 22.7%. Um, so it says the light is a lot more effective than the high-density ions versus the low-density ions. A separate randomized placebo-controlled study published in May 2010 found that the difference between high-density ion therapy and placebo, dim red light, and low-density ions was not statistically significant. The conclusion of the study was that bright white light therapy was significantly more effective than negative ion therapy for treating seasonal affective disorder. So it sounds like what they're doing in this product is they're putting both of them in there. Mm -hmm. Because, hey, they both seem to have some effect. One may be no better than placebo. One does seem to be better than placebo. But how do you generate the ions? That's the question, in my opinion. So I, I do like how the um, the science behind Nature Bright. Scientific researchers have discovered a new light receptor in the eye's retina that interprets signals from light rays. Apparently, a light receptor that wasn't there previously, <laughs> right? So, an air ionizer uses high voltage to electrically charge air molecules, uh, and. Yeah, I've seen this before. That those are those things. Aren't they used for like air purifiers? Air purifier, right? Yeah, air purifiers. Isn't that essentially the idea? That that, that because it, in a sense, it's kind of what your water uh, purifiers are doing, right? I mean, they're you're, you're putting salts in there that will then attract other chemicals, and the, they'll be able to sort of leach them out of the water. So what you're doing with an air purifier is you're ionizing particles, air particles that will then lat- latch on to stuff and then not be then be sort of heavier and drop down and not be part of the air. So do you breathe in these ions or do they hit your eyes or your skin? I, I would imagine. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, negative ions are odorless, tasteless, electron-sized particles found in... Refreshing environments like beaches. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 don't wait. Let me finish this sentence. Negative ions are odorless, tasteless, electron-sized particles found in refreshing environments wait, like wait, on wait, wait, beaches. Wait. Stop! Like on beaches and around waterfalls. Electri- electrons don't have sizes. Electrons are point particles. It doesn't matter about that part. But they are found on beaches and at waterfalls. Well, they're found everywhere because they're electrons. But the marketing says that, you know, imagine uh, being read, at a read, beach. Okay, read the sentence again. Read, read the sentence again. And I'll stop you at certain points. Okay? <laughs> I know you're going to stop me. Yeah. All right, where was I? Uh, read the, the entire sentence. The SunTouch Plus... No, couples, no, 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 no. No, it's, it's a short one. Let me lead into it. The SunTouch Plus couples light therapy with negative ion therapy. Mm-hmm. 
Negative ions are odorless. Stop. Okay, they're odorless. You can't smell them. Go on. Tasteless. Okay. Electron-sized particles. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Again, electrons don't have size. They are point particles in terms of how we define them while we're tracking them. In terms of what they are, they are waves. Continue. Found mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. refreshing environments like on beaches and around waterfalls. Well, I assume that's true. Electrons are found in refreshing environments like on beaches and on waterfalls. They're also found in the sun. They're also found in lava. They're also found in Ebola. Garbage dumps. I mean, (laughs) they're kind of everywhere. Clinical studies show that high-density ion therapy provides an automatic antidepressant. Automatic antidepressant. Within effect within three days, effect within a few days of use. Yeah, what can you expect from the Sun Touch Plus? You'll safely receive sky effect light stimulation, the equivalent of standing outdoors on a clear spring day. <laughs> Not a hot summer day where like you're sweaty and muggy. A clear spring day, which is more refreshing. You'll synchronize your sleep cycle. With your waking cycle, staying arrested and on track. You won't experience harmful side effects. That's, yeah, placebo, placebo, placebo. This is all bullshit. <laughs> as your world gets lighter, your mind... Wait, 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 what was that? As your world gets lighter... Stop. Literally, lighter, brighter. Brighter or lighter? Well, they say lighter, but they mean brighter. As your okay, because from the light, okay. Yes. As your world gets lighter, where was I? Your mind can think more clearly, and you'll feel calmer. It's easy to bring gentle healing touch of nature into your home. <laughs> this, this is all placebo and bullshit. That. This is well, the, the the sad part's true. Yes, right. The, the seasonal affective disorder and and light affecting your circadian rhythms is true, but the flowery language that they put in there is nonsense. Mm-hmm. Tested for safety, SunTouch Plus in Sky Effect technology has been submitted for safety testing to the Age Related Macular Degeneration Center at the University of Texas. Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences just keeps on going. Uh, the study did not identify any cumulative toxicity to retinal cells following exposure to the Nature Bright Sky Effect light. Based on these studies, it would appear highly unlikely that your Nature Bright Sky Effect light would cause any light damage to your retinal cells in vivo when used according to the manufacturer's instructions. You get a 30-day money-back guarantee and a two-year warranty. Oh, I think it's review time. I do think it's review time, Greg. Maybe we'll find Hibiscus Moon's uh, sister here. (laughs) Oh, questions and answers first. Here we go. All right, so... Does anyone know if this can help alleviate anxiety? 
I've read a lot about how this can improve mood, but what about anxiety? Answer. I'm not aware of any research supporting that, but I'd ask your doctor. Also, I might be better also you might be better off trying something proven too like exercise <laughs> the book exercise beats depression is a good place to start how much time is needed do you use it upon waking to help you with sleep patterns use it for up to a half an hour in the mornings when i for i use it for up to a half an hour in the mornings when i first rise i set the light near me by my laptop computer while i read email the online newspaper, and have coffee. I enjoy the bright light. Is there an option to turn off the ion part of the lamp? I am very smell sensitive, and I'm worried about the plastic smell some reviewers have mentioned. And they... Can you completely turn it off? I am... Yes, you can completely turn it off. I am very sensitive to the ion smell as well, especially in the morning. This is the odorless. Not completely odorless. Mostly odorless, apparently. They're electron-sized. <laughs> Waterfalls, beaches. It can be turned off with a button. Hope that helps. All right. Those are the questions. Let's look at some reviews. Should I read a five-star review or a one-star review? I decide. Let's start with the one-star. Okay. Can only go up from there, right? Caustic ozone. Where are the ions? That's what I figured they were making, you know, a little spark gap generator, you know, making ozone, blowing mm-hmm. it at you. Uh, I'm writing this as an electronics techie. I smelled something suspicious as soon as I turned on... The- Why'd you fucking buy it if you're an electronics techie? I smelled something suspicious as soon as I turned on the ionizer in this product. And in five minutes, I started coughing. Quite sure it was ozone. So I borrowed an ion meter and an ozone meter to test it out. Ion output, zero. Ozone output, 0.209 parts per million within 10 to 15 minutes. I checked the web for ozone health standards. Dot, 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 brackets, parentheses. Don't know what that means. Devices that produce ozone, it says, can decrease lung function, aggravate asthma, and cause throat irritation and cough. Ozone's not good for you, my friend. Yeah, so let me get past the ozone rant, see if there's any... What else he says here? Um... It's a long ozone rant. Okay, so he added, edited his review uh, two months later. The company is now put a so-called educational kit on its website, which deserves critical review because several inaccuracies and deceptions. The case in point, they, repri- they reprint a graph on page 7 from the American Journal of Psychi- Psychiatry without crediting the authors or results as good or better than Prozac. All right. Anyway. All right. I'll go on to my Amazon Anonymous. How about that? We've don't, got enough of this. Don't I you want to read the, uh, the no. good review? Don't you no. want to find Hibiscus Moon? No. Okay. Uh, my my review is, it's Garden Be Halloween times. People are getting their Halloween costumes. Somebody bought Transformers for Age of Extinction Optimus Prime Child Gloves. I just think it's funny because they're look they're they're little gloves that I guess make you look like a robot. <laughs> I don't know. There's one custom review. It's five stars. Great, everything product and delivery was fine. That's a review. <laughs> 
It's the exact <laughs> shitty gloves I wanted. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised you gave up on the, uh... Sorry, I just... On the quackery so quickly. I wasn't feeling it. Let's see if there's anything in the news that's interesting. No. No. What are five-blade herbs? Ooh, look at those. Yeah, I saw those. Those are pretty cool looking. Those are badass. Someone bought five blade herb scissors and it's like five scissors put into one. So when you're chopping your like herbs, you know, you get five chops for every squeeze. Pretty neat. Looking at CNN.com and there's an article in the opinion section. Would Jesus okay same sex mar- sex marriage? Same sex. Same. <laughs> Would Jesus okay same-sex marriage? And my answer is, who the fuck cares? He's not here anymore. Yeah. Do you know this light has 1,266 customer reviews and it averages a four and a half star rating? 812 five stars, 268 four stars. And less than 80 of each three two and one stars. <laughs> but do they have you know do you know do they have any mystical powers that's the question all right it's time to do a search here on hibiscus moon ions no no, no. <laughs> forget about hibiscus moon just do no no therapy. no no i need to go back to a i need to go to a uh to a source Okay, this is crystal healing, crystal healing with gem elixirs from Hibiscus Moon. Turn me up. I'll turn you up, but I don't want to beat a dead horse here. I want to. Wait, it's been a while since we could. I want to find a fresh crack, fresh quack. Third eye activator. Now, there's a Pyrex, like, measuring cup with a big quartz crystal inside of it. There's some sort of, I don't know, rock thing. Some kind of, yeah, aggregate rock. And a little beaker. That she's remarking how cute it is. And it is kind of cute. It's a cute little beaker. I'll give her that much. Quartz crystals soaking in water. Mm-hmm. Tiny gems. Tiny on a cut piece of paper. Gems. And they are gem quality tanzanite, but tanzanite is expensive and hard to get, and some say more rare than diamonds. Um, tanzanite's more rare than diamonds. Well, diamonds are not very rare at all. Diamonds are. But isn't tanzanite the fake gem? Fake diamonds. Well, the thing is that no, that's. The thing is that the diamonds are super, super common. It's just that they're very highly controlled. 
All right, so let's stop this and go and see what third eye means. How about that? You have very little patience tonight, Greg. I'm not going to look at Hibiscus Moon. I'm just going to look at third yeah, eye. I know, but you have very little patience tonight. You won't let me read a good review of the air, the ion vaporizer thingy? Um, I'm trying to find a, a a quick thing on how to open your third eye, because... Okay, how to open the third eye and unlock psychic abilities. This is four minutes long. Alright, this is from Mark Mauvis. And he starts with psychic... Okay. Psychic investigations. How to open the third eye. Come on, I need to, I need to know. How many likes does this have? It has 333,000 views? 1,500 and... likes. Chakra. For different things, the root chakra, the spleen. Chakra. All right, so there th- they, they, it has a list of the chakras. The third eye chakra honors the psychic. The throat chakra honors communication. The heart chakra honors the heart. Solar plexus chakra honors the life force. Splenic chakra honors the creative, and the root chakra. It's gotta uh, be sex, right? Honors the earth. Chakra. Come on, it's down in your genitals. Chakra. It's got to be. The solar plexus chakra, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the mind's eye chakra, and the crown chakra. You missed the mind's eye, the crown chakra, which honors spiritual connectedness. Top of your head. Yeah. The sixth chakra, the third, the sixth chakra, the third eye chakra is the one that we are going to be looking at today. Studies show that the more mystical traditions, studies. like those of ancient Egypt, the gurus and swamis of India, the Chinese, have long known the pineal gland to be associated with the psychic third eye. Pineal gland? The pineal gland. Let me look up the pineal gland. It's turtles the whole way down, Greg. <laughs> okay, so the pineal gland. <clears throat> pineal gland, also known as the pineal body, cornerum or... Ephysis cerebi is a small endocrine gland in the vertebrate brain produces melatonin, a serotonin derived hormone that affects the modulation of sleep patterns in both seasonal circadian rhythms. So that's it. It produces melatonin. Wonderful. It's really tiny too. Gland. The gland has been compared to the photoreceptive so-called third paratial eye present in the epithalamus of some animal species, which is also called the pineal eye. Rene Descartes believed the pineal gland to be the principal set seat of the soul and viewed it as the third eye. But really what it does is it produces the hormone that makes you sleep. Which works as the connecting link between both the physical world and the spiritual world. There is one world, it's the physical world. There is no evidence whatsoever, no, let me put it this way, no reasonable evidence whatsoever for the spiritual world. If there were, I'm all for it. Show me the evidence, I'd be happy to check it out. So far we've got the physical world, and that's it. It is located on the middle of the forehead above the brows. That's not where the gland is. Developing extrasensory perception and improving your psychic powers, such as how to see the future, 
astral projection, telepathy, and precognition. So, not only is it, it, it's improving your psychic powers, not only, not just granting you psychic powers, but improving your psychic powers. Astral projection, telepathy, seeing the future, that's a cool trick. Um, Let me know how that works out for you. In the brain, the pineal gland is responsible for regulating our more primitive survival-based urges, including thirst, hunger, and sexual desire. No. No, No, it's not. It produces melatonin. It also plays an important role as the pacemaker of our biological clock. No. It produces melatonin means that if one were able to manipulate this area, you could slow your perception of time and even slow down the aging process. Or you could sleep. That's likely what would happen. This important link with space and time that makes the third eye so important. Now, here's an issue here. A link with space and time. These people are so batshit crazy, you can't even rationally argue against it. I mean... I mean, we're we're immersed in space and time. Everything they say is so nonsensical. So, I mean, saying that a link with space and time is almost like saying you have a link with your clothes right now. (laughs) You're wearing them. Uh, You have a link with the Earth's gravitational field right now. You're in it. It's silly. There are many different exercises that one can do to open your third eye. Doing this simple exercise for about 10 minutes a day will really boost your psychic powers and increase your ability to predict the future, read people's minds, and see far-off places. Well, now I'm interested. Now I'm curious. An exercise I can do for 10 minutes a day that will allow me to predict the future, read people's minds, and see far-off places? The pineal gland is photosensitive. This is how it regulates the body clock using circadian rhythms. So the best time to do this psychic training exercise is during the morning. Find a comfortable place in your home or garden where you know you will not be disturbed. Light a candle or some incense. What is it? What does a candle or incense have to do with opening up your... Sit with your back straight and place your hands in your lap. Breathe in a pranayama style. Breathe with your diaphragm rather than with your lungs. Relax your facial muscles and jaw. Let your mouth hang open. Inhale. As you exhale, say, Om. <laughs> Drag the word out and really let it vibrate through you. Om. Om. Um. Um. I'm, I'm thinking of um, the future is going to be the same as it is today. Repeat this process for about 10 minutes. You will notice an increase in pressure in the center of your forehead, or you may hear a pulsing or throbbing. These are good signs to show that your third eye is trying to awaken. However, if this pain does not fade away after a couple of minutes, I would suggest you stop with this exercise. I always tell people, you can't just say, Oh, I want big muscles, and then just get them. You have to work hard, go to the gym, and eat right. This is exactly the same with increasing your psychic ability. 
In the early days, your psychic muscles are weaker and you need to do these exercises to build up your power. Mm-hmm. <sighs> People. Anyway. <laughs> so there is a review here from the quantum mechanic of the, the light box. You'll appreciate a couple points of this, so that's right. why I jumped back there. I'm sorry. Uh, I will... I will give the manufacturers the benefit of the doubt and say they are not knowingly trying to deceive us with fake science. I would just assume they are ignorant. Please read on if you're interested in real science. Before you roll your eyes and blow me off, know that I'm a physical chemist. PhD, in parentheses. And I write this review for no purpose other than to help inform people who don't have time to look into real science. Wow, way to talk down on everyone reading your review. Hey, I mean, it's it's somebody has to do it. <laughs> it talks about the light box, circadian rhythm, serotonin, and all that stuff. I mean, it actually gets pretty reasonable after that point, right? It talks about how the light box works, and then it says, now for the why the ionizer is a fraud based upon false science. That weird smell people complain about is ozone, a strong oxidant. Read poison toxin. Ions are odorless, tasteless, electron-based particles found in refreshing environments and on beaches and around waterfalls. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. He's quoting. Ions are not. I missed the not. Mm. Ions are not. Blah, 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 blah. Anyone who has taken and understood a high school chemistry class can tell you that. So he goes on. So he gives it four stars for the light box feature. I think that that's probably yeah reasonable. I think the light box, the the light stuff is, <laughs> is the part that that uh, has some backing to it. Sure. Yeah. So the ion stuff is just added there for the purpose of obfuscating or or, or placebo effect. How many sales do you think that nonsense generates? I'm guessing that if they didn't. That it, it generates more than if they didn't put it in there. Otherwise, why would they put it in there? I guess. An ozone generator. <laughs> yeah, silly. Um, so you're watching baseball there. The Pirates almost made it into the postseason. <laughs> well, they did make well, it into the postseason, sure. but they lost. One game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was disappointing. They they got creamed. Uh, my parents are, are or were, I should say, at this game, which is why I'm sort of watching it. This is the Nationals versus the Giants. It is right now the bottom of the 16th, and they're tied one to one. Wow! So yeah, it's an interesting, interesting game. Your parents left, huh? Probably. I don't think there's. I, I would doubt that they're still Saturday there. night. What else they got to do? Still, it's 11 o'clock, and they're older <laughs> you know they're approaching their 70s so i don't know my grandparents were in their 70s they had more stamina than my than i do now yeah. my parents were my grandparents were uh quite the partiers <laughs> my parents are not <laughs> um so this is i'm just curious to see i mean <laughs> a game that goes on for it's now going to be the 17th inning that's an interesting game Unless sure. this is something I actually want to talk to you about. I want to sit down with you 
and have you uh, watch a hockey game with you and just have you point out to me all the things that I don't see. Because I want somebody to, you know, I told Damien I want him to do it with a football game because, you know, he mm-hmm. always sees something that I don't see at all. And I want I want to try to understand it because, um, hey, I, I, like, I like to understand these things. and I don't, I don't, I don't see the things that you right. see. Good point. I mean, yeah, we could we could work on that sometime. Have to get cable installed down here. <laughs> you know, what I like to do it. You know, I like to do go with you for you know with a baseball game and watch that mm-hmm. and be like, okay, so you know, you know, pause it at the right moment. And say, see, oh, sure, see how this is changing. And this I mean, I try to watch baseball games how you think you want me to watch baseball games. You know, I, I went to one game that one Pirates game this year at work with work. Uh, I've told you this in the past, right? I, I I like the minor league games better. You know, I like going to see these minor league games. You're really close to the field. And, you know, it's kind of nice when there's a pop fly to center field. You're not sure if the guy's going to catch it or not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it gives a little bit of un- uncertainty where, you know, in major leagues, you know, it's an out. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, okay. I <laughs> Like, I know, and, I know how you feel about yeah, that, yeah. right? In, but. in in baseball, there's you know, like I said, you know, the the, the concentration is on the pitcher batter confrontation. Mm-hmm. That's where your most of your attention should be. But there's there's ways they set up defensively and things like that that are also interesting mm-hmm. to look at and and, and you know, how they are preparing for certain situations. Um particularly when there are people on base, how the pitching is different when there are people on base, how the reactions are different, how they defensively play different when people are on base. Uh, mm-hmm. The job that the catcher is doing by calling the game is a very important you know, thing. Uh, there's lots of, lots of stuff going on, and I'm sure, I'm absolutely positive that there's the same uh, kind of things going on in football and hockey that I just don't know about. Right. The, the the nuance that you miss because you're looking at something, you know, that seems obvious but is not really what the game is about. Yeah, I mean, good point. I, you know, with Allison playing soccer, I've been trying to watch a little bit of soccer here and there. But the game is so different from her level to the stuff that's on yeah. TV. Like, I was watching some today. It was on TV at the at the birthday party. At, at least, Pearl. at least your kids don't dive, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, I was thinking about that on the way home because there were a couple, you know, trips and whatnot. And you know, I am about you know, like get up, play the ball. You know, don't mm-hmm. you know if a penalty gets called, a penalty gets called, but get up and play the ball. You know, I'm the opposite of the soccer, you know, mentality of you know pro soccer where. You know, try to draw the call and, and you know all the time. Uh, speaking of soccer, Allison's soccer team, they're undefeated. They're five and zero this season. Even though we don't really keep what, what? score, we don't even don't really keep score. But team's doing pretty well. I mean, it's it's really rewarding seeing these girls like pick up what you're trying to teach them and, mm-hmm. and use it in a game. Today was a cold day, right? And so their concentration wasn't quite as good. They didn't play quite as good today as they did uh, last week. But they also played their probably their toughest opponent this week so far. And uh, they still did pretty good. Allie did really good on defense. 
at the beginning of the game. Proud of that. She wasn't able to make too much headway when she played offense later on, but her defensive uh, play was really good. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, signed Ali. Ali's going to be playing some indoor soccer over the winter. So cool. Yeah, it, it, it you know I'm a, I'm assistant coach this time around, but it, you know, like I said, it's really rewarding seeing the girls do the things you trying to you know teach them to do. I mean, it's still relatively simple stuff. It's like when you're defending, right? Kick the ball to the sidelines and not up the center, you know, mm-hmm. or it's better to kick the ball out of bounds than to have a goal scored on you. Right. Now there were now like today I'm watching like this, the Ella was playing defense. We don't have a goalie so much. We have a strike a sweeper who stays back and plays defense slash goal, but can't touch the ball with her hands type thing. And every time she t- got the ball, she'd kick it out of bounds. And there were several plays where there was like no one around. She could have made a play instead of kicking it out of bounds. Mm. So there's a little bit of a nuance about, you know, like if you can make a play, make a play. But yes, don't be afraid to kick it out of bounds. You're asking that's... a bunch of seven-year-olds to sort of understand the tactical significance yeah. of what's but, going you know, on. But, but it is a tactical thing. Knowing that it's better to kick the ball out of bounds than to be scored right, upon. but but you're you're teaching them sort of rote things to do yeah. as opposed to yeah. interpreting what's happening and and abstractly figuring out what the possible angles are. Mm-hmm. You're just telling them rote things to do, and yeah. they're doing it, yeah. and that's good. But they're not up to the level of of being able to to ascertain how the how the game is progressing, especially if you're not even really keeping score. Yeah, so. Not really. Not officially. Right, not score. officially. I mean, they're not. You yeah. are. <laughs> well, they'd probably give them a better score than we are. <laughs> like, the one game, it's like, it's like nine to nothing. <laughs> you know, like, shh, we don't keep score. <laughs> but yeah, she's on a pretty good team. Allison's... So, it's second graders and first graders. Uh-huh. And Allison's one of the first graders. Um, Let's see... So they're, and, and we're like, I think a lot of the teams are heavy on the first graders. We actually have five second graders out of eight. One of the second graders might as well be a first grader the way she plays. So Allison's probably fourth best on the team or so like that, you know, so out of eight. Better than one of the second graders. Yeah, I mean, hey. And probably tied with one of the first graders. Um, yeah, I mean, so it'll be it'll be interesting. And uh, there's two girls on the team that are real good. The thing is, the one girl that she's this tiny little thing. She's so fast. But she's picking up this bad habit of stealing the ball. Like, she's, like, always on the ball and, like, stealing balls off teammates and, like, playing out of position. And she makes good plays, but... Like, we were working on, like, the past week and a half, like, you know, back off the play, wait for the ball, let your, trust your teammates will get you the ball, and then go and burn everyone else on the field. And, uh, she's getting worse, not better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know. If, if she was older, you'd bench her <laughs> to, to teach her a lesson, but she's not older, so you're like, uh, uh, you know. Well, I mean, we're really trying to refine... For the for the U eight, you know, it's it's under eight, so it's six yeah. and six year olds and seven year olds, and for the U eight, I mean, our team is like 
pretty good, right? So we're just trying to refine behavior. And uh, yeah, so I'm not complaining. It's just like trying to figure out like what you do. Like probably the next big thing they need to learn is offsides in soccer because the cross half field, you can't go further than the second defender. So you have the goalie and you have the most closest defender to the goal, right? You can't run, you can't cherry pick past that person, right? That's our, our, our refs, and and you eight don't enforce that rule. But like, I'm trying to think like how to coach that, how to teach that. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's such a moving thing. And the girls have such little awareness of the field overall. Even the good ones don't have a super great awareness of where everything is. I mean, that's why they don't enforce it in U8. But like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, yeah, you know, you see these girls like cherry picking way. I'm like, like how do I? How can I get? How well, can I? Got, how can I coach that? Let them get a feel of, of what they're. I mean, that's the yeah. point: is get get a feel of what they're doing with the ball and all those stuff, and then the you know they'll start to slowly get the tactical awareness yeah. and understanding of, of what actually is going on. Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. Think it's okay. enough? Yeah, I think it's probably good. All right, talk to you guys uh, next week. <laughs>